This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, Alice Pod fans, it's JR here. Burt's Babes, Hoddle's Heroes, even Decanio's Dozens. We've had some iconic lineups in our history at Swindon, just like the legendary menu at McDonald's. Parking or Austin, sweet curry or barbecue? Why not get a McNugget share box to enjoy the debates with your mates? And thanks to book delivery, every drop-off could be a home win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points too. No one wants to drop points at home, and with tasty rewards to earn, you won't be missing out. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com It's only one way you can get fit is to run and uh, most days we go out here and we run to start with and then uh, then we play with the ball. Far post for Shearer, goal, yes! Wonderful goal all the way from the moment that hasn't picked him out. Oh no, that's Steve White. They're tearing into pieces now. Kelly is only a couple of yards away. Digby manages to push it one-handed onto the bar. Referee's on the way, but McLaughlin has it. Oh, deflection! That's a goal! It's a goal, McLaughlin! Well, that's really fired up the home crowd now, and Swindon buzzing here. And because, again, rather unsaid with that cross, and the shot almost comes to Mitchell! It's another goal! Incredible! Two goals in less than a minute for Swindon! Picked up by Ling. They've got four players forward here, Swindon. Ling going all over the moment and turns it to Moncair. It's a goal! Swindon have scored! Well played. Hobble. Kerr plays it back in again and no offside. And Taylor has scored! And that surely means it's the Premier League for Swindon Town now! The top. Trying to turn his back. Got war with it. Timing of the pass is crucial. A touch and shoot. Yes. New 
Send me off. Every game, no problem. I will win this league anyway. Richard, he's hit it, and it's deflected, and Swindon Town have the lead. It's Cranley! That is a mad League One. from friend of the pod rob dinsey hello rob he says honestly lads it's fine give yourself the weekend off and just mention this game in passing after monday's game against tramier well there's no major appetite from the regular contributors to ruin their easter weekend any further by talking about that monstrosity of a performance at the county ground on Good Friday, but I feel duty-bound to provide you something. So here we are. Swindon picked 11 players from the usual pool of 15 or so. Darcy came back from injury. Awakening came back from suspension. And there you go. It started well enough. Rashan Hepburn-Murphy found Romeo Hutton, who wrong-footed two Mansfield players. It looked fantastic at the time. A lovely cross by Hutton, and it's Hepburn Murphy who headed home. Here is Hepburn Murphy picking up the throw in and drifting across wide to the right-hand side, trying to find uh, Hutton here. So we're looking to get an early cross into the box. They've got plenty of players forward. Hutton gets it left foot. Hepburn Murphy's free and scores! Rashan would earn Man of the Match awards, and fairly so. We're not going to argue with that, although his knee skid game needs to improve unless he's going to get injured at some point. <laughs> it was really rubbish, but a lovely finish. And of course, Rockin' Robin, he invades the pitch with jubilation, which definitely took the edge of a lovely moment. Didn't the sun shine? The minutes between Swindon taking the lead and Mansfield equalising were that of meandering nothingness, really, which was fine, unless you want me to talk about Ronan Darcy's ballooned effort into the Stratton Bank. No? Fine. Mansfield fans were silenced and all seemed pretty okay. Until the 13th minute, really good through ball for Elliot Hewitt. Splits town in two. But there's time to regroup. There's three Swindon players versus two in the box. Oh, wait, who's that unmarked in the far post? Well, of course, it's Stephen Quinn alone, isolated. And he has time to position himself and head the ball past Solbrin to make it 1-1, just before George McEachran can scramble back. It finds Hewitt in lots of space on the right-hand side, floats the cross into the penalty area, that one header, and there's the equaliser for Mansfield. The worst thing about this goal really is that there was plenty of time to sort it out, but you knew Mansfield were going to score, and that's because of what we've been watching over the last few weeks and months. Then the away fans return from their 10-minute break and it's mostly Mansfield from here on in. They hit the post and generally look like they're toying with Swindon's scruffy setup. There's lots of shrugging by Jody Morris on the touchline, lots of frustration. You see messages from fans in the articles saying that Jody Morris was calling out instructions and, and nothing was getting implemented. That, that's not a good sign, is it? 
Well, either way, it's 2-1 to Mansfield on 32 minutes, and it really is a horror show. Part one of a really unacceptable minute or so. Around eight Swindon players are just standing statuesque in the box as they watch Stephen Quinn pass across the box to Lucas Aikens at the far post, and he just taps it in. Keeler done following up. Shot was straight at Brent. He's just looking for options for the... A throw here towards Wallace. Aikens is holding this up inside the penalty area. Pulls it back towards Hewitt. Hewitt crosses deep into the box. Swindon look a bit of a mess here. Um, I've got the ball by on the byline. Pulled back and a cross goal. So Brim wants offside from an incident earlier in the passage of play, but nobody else looks interested. And it's 2-1. And it's all just a little bit embarrassing how easy that was. And then 3-1 followed a minute later. A long clearance by Solbrin finds its way back into the Swindon area. No thanks to some good advantage play by the bloody referee. <laughs> and Aikens finds Reese Oates, whose tamest of shots goes right through Bryn. So long from Bryn up towards Austin. This is played through to Clark, and if Clark gets this right, Aikens might be free on the edge of the area. Takes this down, squares it, time for Oates, 3-1 as it goes. Bryn wants the ground to swallow him up whole, but nobody looks interested either. And that's half-time. During the second half, the Swindon Town propaganda machine on social media were telling us that Town were down, but certainly not out, and nobody was buying it. The reaction was quite venomous from Swindon supporters. And then the curse of the unfounded optimism struck again on 62 minutes when it was claimed that Town were growing back into the match, when in reality it was just that Mansfield were playing with less intensity. And despite that, more faff at the back and Ronan Darcy loses the ball Hiram Boateng surges forward and sticks the ball past Solbrin from distance to make it 4-1. Boateng has dispossessed Darcy and he shoots and he makes it 4-1. And with 25 minutes of normal time left, there was quite a significant exodus. Swindon fans spilling out. They've seen enough. They're going to enjoy the sunshine for a little bit longer in the beer gardens nearby. And and who could blame them? Even when Johnny Williams made it 4-2 at the end... None of the Swindon fans who were headed for the exits changed their minds, and they were right. There was no desire to make Mansfield work during those closing stages. Nigel Clough will be looking back at that game and wondering how they only won by two clear goals and how they conceded two goals. 4-2. It doesn't sound bad, but that was as lethargic and disinterested a performance I've seen Swindon make in in quite some time. What are you going to do? Anyway, that's enough of my opinions. After the sting, let's get some listeners' reactions. Trying to play the ball into the box. Williams is onside here and finishes. Just tucks the ball past the goalkeeper there. Okay then, so listeners' contributions. As promised in full, starting with Tom Dent, who says probably one of my lowest points as a Swindon fan. For Trick Pony says, Academy manager rigidly tries to play academy football in a competitive men's league with players incapable of executing his plans, devoid of confidence, out of position and rotten from top to bottom. Uh, Jody Morris said, that was not good enough. If I was a fan in the stadium, I'd absolutely be sharing their frustration. 
I think the level of performance, particularly in the first half, is not good enough. There are ways in which you can lose games, but today there were none of the things that have gone against us recently from a luck aspect. I felt there were times in the first half where it looked like we were ready to roll over. That's not good for anybody. The fans have paid money to come in and see that. Ugh. Mike Dixon says, well, we didn't lose it in the last 10 minutes. Progress indeed, Mike. Michelle says, the silence from the top is deafening, which is really concerning me. That's all I have to say, because like the players, I can't really be asked. Andy McKinlay says, Something very wrong within the whole playing operation. Big decisions now need to be made. To be honest with you, I don't really know what to say, but certainly because we haven't been to that many games this season, but maybe that gives me a different perspective. But it's pretty embarrassing at the moment. I think certainly considering where we were as a club last season to where we are now, it's not just a slower progression. It's like we've fallen off a cliff. And that could only be down to management from, you know, from the top of the ownership down to, to Morris and the players themselves. And I think there's no one who can come out of this good. And at the moment as well, you look at the league table, we're closer to relegation than we are to promotions. So as a fan base, we can't just kind of put it off as one bad season. This is potentially a trend if we let it go on and people throughout the club need to see whether they are here next season, whether they're, able to do their job I think certainly in terms of the sporting director to have inherited such a good side and obviously a lot of them were on one year contracts but we managed to keep a good portion of that squad and have obviously added to it with a lack of quality which then which in then turns we need to look at the budget that he was given which may not have been good enough for him to actually bring in players he was good enough and he maybe doesn't have the contacts or the ability um, to find the right players, but it's something that you can't really say succinctly other than we need to hold change from top to bottom. Claire Follett says, never seen so many people leave with still over 20 minutes to play. Absolutely shambolic and very sad times indeed. Feel so disengaged with our club right now. Sad face emoji. CJ69 says, feels like today was the turning in sentiment about Morris. Poor selection, tactics and subs. Players don't appear motivated and we're getting worse every week despite injured players returning. All of that is on him. Back to Andy McKinley, who adds, that was a side today that was not playing for the manager. Neil Allen Hayward says, I am not sure Morris is the answer. Good management elevates the players. He doesn't appear to be elevating them. They look much worse. Jimmy Legg says, after 1-0 up, I joked to my kid, 4-1 loss coming. I was nearly right, at least. What a total shambles we've become. Those in charge need to wake up and see the model is not working. It's not a case of needing time. If this carries on next year, we'll be relegation fodder. Hello, this is uh, Conor Garrett. I'd like to voice my disdain with the current situation. Um, have a great day. Paul Temple says, not a lot to add to previous comments building over the season. Poor recruitment equates to players playing out of position. No physical presence or commitment. Continual missed 
tackles and poor decisions resulting in a good beating. We can't play back three personnel. They don't get it. Man of the match, Rashan Hepburn Murphy. Kevin STFC Foley says, save my money and wash the car. Tired, but found it way more enjoyable than driving 30 odd miles and feeling infuriated afterwards. Got a baby on the way, so wouldn't renew anyway. But I have to say, I'd be majorly thinking of not renewing, even if I wasn't having the sprog. Good luck, Kevin. Can Swindon either A, learn how to hold on to a lead and manage it if we go up early, or B, just stop scoring in the first five minutes of the game? Barr says, I've seen a lot of comments on Sandro in the past few weeks, but today has to be on Jody Morris. That was horrific. Constant sideways and backwards passing, playing out of the back and getting closed down every time. No ideas, no shape, players looking worse, and that is training and management. MTH says, club is rotten from top to bottom, and the reality of that is hitting home. Marky Sparky says, I've never left early. Correction, I always swerve downstairs a little early for a halftime pint. Literally couldn't give a toss about this current group of players. A real lack of heart, discipline, graft and ability at this level. I couldn't care less about these players. And frankly, care less about them than relegation teams over the years. They didn't even look like a team, and that, after two months in charge, is down to the management. What the hell was Tomlinson doing playing as a right-sided centre-back in the first half? An absolute shambles on the pitch and totally inept. I hate criticising the players, but the majority just are not good enough for this league without at least eight very experienced pros. A monumental overhaul needed in the summer, and I'd go as far to say the biggest challenge in the club's history is to fix this mess. Hello everybody, it's JR, and I have laryngitis, and it hurts to talk. So I'll only say one thing, Swindon, you never do anything right. Scribble Milk says, this side probably is the worst I've seen in a long time. The club has dismantled a winning team, but put together a losing one and done it over budget. The blame can only lie at one man's feet. Sandra D. McKaylee needs to be replaced as soon as possible, so the next man has time before the next season. Churchy99 says, The off-field side of the club is moving forward, while the on-field is such a mess. The league is so bad, we would be relegation fodder any other division. Can't have a squad built by someone who has no knowledge of what is required in reality and not on a spreadsheet. Mike Davis says, Main word, sloppy. Goals were all of our own making. Formation didn't work. Every time the ball went out on the left side, we cut back into crowded areas. Absolutely zero passion. Pete Marsh says, had to work, thankfully, and provides a lovely gif of a stinking pile of poopy. Howler50 says, every player lost their individual battle today. Plus, you build a team from the back. Can we have our own experienced goalkeeper, please? Andy Gibb 87493586 says, wasn't part of our recruitment to sign good characters. That's gone well. Stephen Watts says, this has certainly been a long pre-season since the season ended a long time ago. Terry here dialing in from deepest, darkest Essex. 
Today I chose to jet wash my decking and go to the garden centre and it seems like I made a good choice. Not one person in that building has a clue what they're doing. Please make it stop. Ian Rogers, there's always going to be a heated discussion about if it's the players who aren't good enough or if it's the quality of the coaching and management that's to blame for our current predicament. Sean Jobin says, can't crash football at its finest. If only they cared. STFC Mark, I was always taught, if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing. Whilst Terry King says, a lovely afternoon ruined by a Swindon Town game. Almost stayed at home too. Oh well, at least we won on aggregate. Robert Marsh says, poor side, poor transfer strategy. New manager has transformed to performances in the worst possible way. He's been a disaster. Andy Freegard says, this is giving 1983-84 a run for their money. Oh boy. Whilst Matthew says, sad thing is, they just don't care anymore. Fred FIFA Graphics and Clips says, we'll finish 19th. Luke Collins provides the reality by just saying, sigh. The Lemis says, what can you do but laugh? Comically bad. Man of the match, Johnny Williams. Penny, if you think Swindon Town are an appalling football club, then make some stupid babbling sounds. Look, we've heard all of the cliches and every other, all the mantras that we all keep repeating that the squad's not good enough, Morris deserves a summer, and we all like to draw the parallels with 1819 under Wellens, but that Wellens 1819 side was never as weak uh, or disjointed or apathetic as what we've seen from this squad um, and what we've seen under Morris since he's joined. Um, last few games especially everything just looks disjointed no one knows what they're supposed to be doing there's no shape to any of the team in defence or attack and to be honest it's, it's as bad as it was under Sheridan um, we still give Morris the summer and still have hope that he'll turn it around and once he starts to bring his own players in and can implement his ideas with the benefit of a pre-season that things will look better but in that 18-19 season under Wellings, there were some green shoots starting to take place and you could see what he was trying to do and what he was trying to implement around the team. And I'm just not seeing that at the minute necessarily with Morris. Um, he's had a free hit and he's fucked it. Bernie Man says three major problems. One, the attitude of the players stank the ground out by Rashan Hepburn Murphy, who was the only man of the match candidate. Two, the manager's formation and team selection screamed of somebody trying to get sacked. And three, the hierarchy at the club are watching this happen apathetically, all of them. Paul D says, good to see town getting into the spirit of Good Friday by getting absolutely crucified. Question is, can we rise again on Easter Monday? God, I hope so. Tom Elliott says, truly awful. Worst of all, Clem, Sandro, Etel have all gone into hiding. This is becoming a car crash, which is causing more damage by the week. This is where the leaders earn their pay. It's time they started making decisions and being transparent. Fans are leaving in their droves. Taze85 says, I totally get the experience argument, but isn't improving young players supposed to be Jody Morris's USP? Not seeing any improvement. GIF 1967 is speechless. Carol says, shambolic shit show. 
while Mr. Lieberman says, The season is up there with the Beamish and Sheridan ones. It's an expensive clear out when these people have contracts. Wardy S, utter, utter garbage today. These bunch of players need to be ripped apart and start again in the summer. Man of the match, Hepburn Murphy, at least he tried. Also, what does Darcy do? Answers on a very small postcard, please. Mark Kirkman says, total capitulation, gutless, leaderless, physically and mentally outfought by Mansfield. Looked like men against boys. Most concerning is players don't seem to be playing for Jody Morris and the team has massively regressed under him. Off to Tramia though. So who is the mug here? Safe journeys, Mark. SM4750 says, this is League Two football signing inexperienced, starting out players. It's not going to get you promoted. A very poor game. Jack Tanner says, I'm amazed crowds are holding up for this shite. Dima Mackin goes, shitter than all other shits I've given you recently. And finally, Muttley, who says, 11? That's all I'll say. Goodness me. So there we have it. A huge thank you to everybody who sent contributions in. It's pretty bleak at the moment. Here's hoping things turn around in the short term away at Tramier. Safe journeys to everybody who is braving the trip up to Birkenhead. We'll be back with a presser. Hopefully, if not, we'll be definitely talking about <laughs> this game and the Tramier game in a little bit more detail on Monday evening. It's not great at the moment, is it? Let's hope things improve. The Low Strangers is an independent supporters podcast. Views given do not reflect those of Swindon Town Football Club or their official partners. The music is provided by the great Matthew Kilford and the podcast artwork was designed by Matt in Singapore. What a guy. Thanks for listening. Come on, Swindon. Has a bubble. Swindon look a bit of a mess here. Hi, Ellis Pod fans. It's JR here. If Swindon players were McDonald's items, who would they be? We've had lots of Big Macs, like the legendary Alan McLaughlin, Harry McCurdy, or even Steve McMahon. Perhaps you'd prefer to channel the power of McPlant, like Darren Ward. Or maybe five chicken selects, one to enjoy for each time Ben Gladwin joined. Yep, there's one spare, but there's still time. And you don't need super scouts or data solutions to get your hands on any of these. Muck delivery through the McDonald's app brings them all to you. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.